where it doesn't matter if it's Button's mom, Twilight Velvet, or Teenage Caden, something about them babysitters. Mm, quality. <laughs> this week, we have our normal cast members, a non-pencil. I really need to go to sleep. Enigmatic Otaku. I went to sleep at four. Milk. Hi. Ravage. I need money. And my name's Flutterpriest. This week, we have a very special guest who has been only the most wonderful trooper to us. He's one of the first people we ever had on the cast, and then we had him again. And now we're having him a third time, I believe. This is the third time. I don't know. I think it's the second. Second? Okay. Either way, you've been a trooper for us. We have Mad Max the Black, well-known author for You're Human and You. Welcome. Thank you for coming on. Frank. Oh, right. So, yeah, say hi. Um, Also, it should be noted that we have a drinking word. As usual, happy Friday, you folks. Be ready to start drinking just right now because our drinking word today, we only have one, we only need one, is human. Considering we're the Good HAE podcast and we're about to talk a lot about a story that has that word in the title, just get your drinks ready and get ready to go. Also, what, do, uh, what, 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 enigma, what, what does, what? What, does H- what, do, what does HIE stand for? All right, guys, let's have our first drink today. It's, it's human and equestrian. It also stands for fuck you, enigma. Anyway. <laughs> oh. Um, so now that we are starting this yet, why right. don't we, uh, we, yeah, we have questions like usual. Um, also it should be noted that if you have additional questions, spur the moment questions, clarification questions, questions for any of us. I really don't care. You can put them in the chat room. Uh, you can tag me for them. I will notice them, even if you wish I didn't. Uh, if they are not horrible questions, like what happens when you fart or some shit like that, um, I will ask them. So feel free to do that. Other than that, get your drink, buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride, folks. All right, we're going to start with a set of questions that we have out in the thread on the Good HRE podcast group. First of all, we have a set of questions from Dash It All. Uh, the first question, Max, who is your favorite OC from your stories? Oh, shit. Um... Oh, geez, that made so many I don't even remember. Uh, if I had to pick one, it would have to be... Um... I don't know, I like uh, writing Selena from Lunar Rebirth, I'd have to say. Hmm. Which is not a human story, but it's still a fun story I like. Why do you, why that character specifically? Because um, she's blind, which is a challenge for me when I started out learning how to ride a blind pony. And um, it's the story itself is she's basically Luna reincarnated after Luna died. So she has to deal with stuff like Celestia and stuff like that. So it's a pretty fun and a creative thing I'm working on. Well, sounds really cool. Um... The next question from Dash at all is, what does your priority list look like from here on in for the rest of your stories? Uh, finish your human and you, finish up a couple of the other ones I'm working on, and then start with the sequel for your human and you. Drink, drink, just, just drink, drink. Human, 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 human. Yep, yep, yep. Alrighty. So before uh, we move on, uh, Milk, we got some people in the chat asking why it looks like you're streaming this on a phone. Because for some reason, OBS has decided that it's being a piece of fucking shit, so I am attempting to fix right now. 
So all right, technical. Dif- it wouldn't be an HIE podcast if we didn't have technical difficulties. Exactly. So bear with us. At least you can hear us. Uh, you can't see us, which is a good thing because I doubt many of us are wearing clothes right now. So let's continue. I know I'm not. Hey, <laughs> no. Um, the next question is from nobody special, which I honestly love when they ask questions because it's probably the most self-depreciating name we could have when we're reading off questions. Um, they ask for everybody, do you have any tips on how to write a good human drink villain? Uh, Max, you get first stab. Um, one, don't. Two, if you have to, give them a legitimate reason to be the villain. Don't make them all angsty. Yes. Mm-hmm. For God's that sake, well. turn them into an emo. You mean I can't make them all edgy and stuff? But, no. no, I will kill you if you do. Um, I have something I've noticed over a period of writing, which I've, I've always thought was a pretty good, dumb little rule of thumb, if you guys want it. Sure. Um, the best villains, uh, if you think in film, in books, in any sort of media, they are either so human, they're relatable and likable, or they are so inhuman, you do not know how to deal with them. If you think about horror movies, uh, some of the scariest villains are things like uh, Xenomorphs in Alien, and they are just so unfathomable. They're unreasonable. You can't talk to them. You can't deal with them. They don't. They don't sleep. They don't stop. They're just completely beyond your fathoming. Same with something like Terminator. Or you, you can't talk to. You can't do anything, even though it looks like a human. Uh, the or, other hand, you have yeah. characters like Hannibal Lecter or the Joker, which are bizarrely likable. They're incredibly intelligent. They feel like people you would be really interested to have a conversation with and sit down and talk to. Both those styles of villains are totally valid. And so if you're able to make one that is either likable or completely unfathomable, they tend to have a more effective scare factor. I think that's really fair. And especially your note on the the whole uh, likability, especially when you take a look at shows that have... Um, uh, maybe that's a bad example. I was going to say Breaking Bad, but honestly, he's he's almost too good of a character. Uh, Hard Candy. Hard Candy is a movie that I've seen recently. It's rated R. Don't watch it. Um, <laughs> I love the, that movie. Both I of the characters that. in it are so relatable at times. You're like, holy shit, I want him to kill a 13-year-old girl. No, I think she's 11, actually. Um. But it's it's the really good movie, and it does a lot of good insight into villain development. Uh, but only watch it if you want to watch Castration. So uh, That's fine. A very prolonged, off-scene castration scene that just the sounds are enough. The sounds are enough. Ooh, we'll put that on a page. Yeah. So <laughs> while we're still on this subject, I do have two things to add to it. There is another way to write a villain. You can write a villain that you absolutely hate. Case in point is, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, You're trying to think Dolores um, Umbridge from Harry Potter because you should be thinking Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter. I am. I am. That's exactly who I was thinking of. And I love the character, but I absolutely fucking hate her. Exactly. The idea is, if you can love a a character and hate a character at the same time, you've done something right. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, and then you've got the other end of, if you're just going for the straight-up scare factor, probably the two that I find the scariest 
is like Pencil said would be Alien from the Alien series. And then you've got the angels from Doctor Who. Again, and, so beyond humanity that there are impossible yeah, people. Yeah, right. There's no reasoning. The with them. There's nothing to do. Unstoppable. Yeah. yeah, and for those of you who don't know, the aliens from, uh, sorry, the angels from Doctor Who are basically just statues. And the only time they can move is when you're not looking at them. So you have to constantly be, uh, constantly be looking at them. So not only is it bad that you literally cannot close your eyes because you want to, you have to look these things in the eye all the fucking time. Makes it so much worse. On the op yeah. On the opposite spectrum, there's also the villain who believes himself to be the hero. Like, for example, uh, Iron Giant, that guy who called the nuke. Oh, well, he's, he's just... I, I really don't like him as a villain because he's so kind of pathetic. He's just... He's a worm. He's he's a, he's, he also, he also doesn't think. He's not open to reasoning. He 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 doesn't seem human in the way that he has like a a stream of consciousness or a thought process. He he basically runs off of one thought and it's like destroy, destroy, destroy. But also, yeah. like I don't find him that compelling a villain. He's not that interesting to me as a human. Oh, he no. he's basically he's a comedy relief villain, and I don't think that's very effective when you're trying to write something that has a solid impact. Mm -hmm. uh, Iron Giant is really driven by some really interesting visuals and uh, look at humanity from the protagonist. So let's be clear on that. We should move on. I'm sorry. I'm taking up too much time. We're all That's taking too much time. <laughs> I don't remember. That was like five. Shit. Just, just chug. Um, the next question, we're going to red shirt questions. Um, Max. How do you feel about the spin-offs, coattail writers, and cash-ins on Your Human and You? Why do most of them Drink. suck and forget that the humans in your Drink. stories, Equestria, are almost nothing like us? Um, at first, it was rather flattering that everyone was trying to make spin-offs and stuff. But then it got to the point where the reason most of them suck is, one, people... Uh, wrote them quickly because they wanted to get on on the hype train and when they weren't getting popular they dropped out and two I'm pretty sure most of them are responses to the story where they're just trying to make a story where the human's not a pansy little bitch quote unquote and then they end up just making a human is superior and kicks pony ass story instead okay we need to stop for a moment milk this stream is having a hardcore seizure I know, I see it right now. I don't know what exactly is going on or why it's doing it. It looks like it's uh, I know. dancing You've... to dubstep. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm finding out making sure that we can hear us okay. I'm sorry, yet again. Okay, so people can hear us, except for the one person who is kind of really obsessed with uh, Mad Max and really wants to hump his leg and can't. <laughs> oh, got him! <laughs> Give the old dog a bone, Max. Poor villain in glasses. Oh, yeah. Anyway, you, well, villain in glasses, you can hear your name said on YouTube after we upload this. Anyway. Uh, the next question from Redshirt is, what is your most, uh, what is your favorite so bad it's hilarious movie slash series? Uh, jeez. Um... Probably, I would have to go with Kung Fury. Oh, but, oh my but god. But it's not like bad, bad. It's good, 
but it's bad the first time I watched it. I was horrified. I'm like, what the hell is this shit? Then the second time I watched it, I'm like, you know what? It's not as bad as I thought. That's a lot of nuts! Come Fury was amazing. That's a lot of nuts, God, I you, can, that. you can hack through time. Goodness. Oh, God, no. You said Come Fury and I went to Come Pound. Oh, God, I'm really sad. <laughs> It's, no! It's, I, I didn't hurt you for it, Priest. It's okay. I, I, I let it go. I'm, like, disappointed in myself right now. I'm just gonna try and gloss over all of that. Well, if you're disappointed in you, that means I don't have to. So, that's helpful. Thank you. Uh, Alright. Now we're gonna go to some questions from Snuffy. Um, number oh, one. What's your thoughts on having ponies going into heat in stories? If it's done good. Not I, I, I appreciate it. Because it, it's one of those things where if it's done for clop only, you can go ahead and make the mayor's sex-craved lunatics out for the dick. But in my opinion, if the ponies are intelligent, that's not something heat should do to them. You know, it should just loosen them up like a good drink. So if you put it in a story and it makes them all sex-crazed, I'm like, really? If it's anything other for clop? If it's clot based, it's like shit, go for it. Make them in heat, whatever you want. But if it, I like heat stories where it, it loosens their innovations, but it doesn't turn them into, you know, dick craving lunatics. You're just reminding me of this. You're just reminding me of this one scene from Flame Warfare Story where this mayor is in heat and she starts chasing the main character around the castle, yelling at him, It's all right, we can do anal. <laughs> oh my fucking god um next question do you regret adding it in your human and you or did you simply spice up the story i do I... not regretting putting it in your human and you i regret kind of how it came across in writing it was different in my head but i do not regret putting it in your human and you twilight wasn't supposed to be as uh for lack of a better word, creepy in her affections. But I do not regret putting it in there. And it did kind of spice up the story. Rape is spicy. It is, it is the spiciest of spices. So there you go. All right. Uh, the next question is, were there any other tropes you wanted or planned to add, like herds or reverse gender roles? Um, reverse gender roles was looked at, and it kind of, crept into the story as references and stuff, but not to the point where I'm like, hey, why is no one pointing it out? Um, I did try and get a couple of uh, gender spell swaps, like uh, Twilight became Stallion, Max became a, a female, but that didn't work out in the plot, so it kind of got scrapped. It might come back in the sequel. When you said gender bell, my mind instantly went to a um, gender bent sweetie bell. No. Maybe. <laughs> Write that in your notebook for later. Stealing the idea. <laughs> not stealing. Like I said, Enigma gives that shit away for free. Aren't you? Aren't you a good little whore? I I need I need you to at least credit me for this shit you steal from me. I don't steal it. Like I said, you give it away for free because you're a whore. Give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away now. Hold on. If he was a whore, 
we would actually be giving him credit for the ideas he gives us. Oh no, first one. He's just a slut. He's a slut. All yeah, I'm asking there, fine, you're a slut. All I'm asking <laughs> is that you do the magics with me. Moving on. <laughs> would you want to visit the your human and you universe, even though you'd risk getting neutered? That would depend on circumstances. If you go there and you can't understand the ponies, then fuck no, I'm keeping myself away. But if you can go there and you can communicate with the ponies, it might be a nice vacation. All right. Uh, number five. What substance were you on when you thought about anthro zombies was a good idea? <laughs> I'm curious on this one. It would have to either be vodka or Captain Morgan, and I don't remember. But it was one of those two, and it was a lot of it. <laughs> all right let's move to number six then um in a human and equestria story what composure do you prefer the human to have should he or she claim to be calm and collected like in the narnia stories or should it be more like a high school dude that reacts to everything mm, probably like a mixture of both i mean if they're too calm and collective it comes off as you know nothing can surprise them but if they're reacting to everything it's like oh my god you guys have rain here oh this is so awesome it just no no it just doesn't work that way if everyone's keeping up drinking by the way if you're not you should be I oh i am maybe this is my third i don't know all right number seven uh did you like the buckball episode have not seen it the only oh, episode I? I've seen out of the new season was the Christmas Carol one because it had Luna singing. Yeah. So I like how when that's in that episode, Luna has like ridiculously long legs. <laughs> hey, hey, if she gets to sing, she can have as long legs as she wants. Plus, long legs aren't necessarily bad if they got some good thighs on them. Yeah, literally <laughs> legs all the way up. Literally legs all the way up this time. She's like Man. a tyrannosaurus. She's like a tyrannosaurus rex, but they're smaller front hooves. Are you complaining? Not really. Good. I didn't think so. I mean, you like dragon tits, you little bitch. What are you talking about? <laughs> 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 oh god. Okay, number eight. What has Pinky been doing that suddenly made her better at bucking than AJ? Well, I don't mean to. I, I don't, I'm not too sure, but I'm pretty sure there's a stall and a hole involved somewhere. <laughs> well, well, that's whoo. Okay. Somebody, I think I need to see this buckball episode. Somebody, somebody <laughs> needs to go write this right now. Well, I'm pretty sure instantly Milk just leaned forward and was like, "Go on." <laughs> Please do. Have my attention. <laughs> we got all those buckball players, and you got Pinky, and there's probably a lot of tension going on. Need to release. Exactly. Relax some. I feel like you've misheard buckball as buttball. Eh. Either way, don't care. It's great. Number nine. Do you think we'll get more episode where Fluttershy raises her tail? What the fuck? This happens in this episode? I don't yeah, know. Never seen. It, I might have to look now. I think happens. I might too. It happened several times, actually. Oh. What? Yep. The whole breathe. episode was basically that. Breeze, breathe, breathe, sweetheart. You're, you're, I need to go like jerk off. Milk, milk. Is there a good point that we can like take a break right after these questions? Actually. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. Uh. Let's go to. 
Number 10. Why wasn't Braeburn better at playing with the balls? Because he was tired from practicing all the time. Oh. Witty. That's a good answer. Good job. Dude. All right. Uh, that concludes the snuffy questions. Milk. What? Oh, I thought you were going to say it. Oh. The fuck, oh. man? Fucking, okay. So, <laughs> Milk thinks we should take a quick break to restart the stream in order to try and see if we can get off the weird phone orientation. Or just so, get off in the case of Priest. So, there you go. <laughs> so, what, we'll need like 30 seconds for that one? Uh, yeah, yeah, like, don't... Don't, I don't, don't actually answer that. Long. Don't actually answer that one, because... Could. You don't want me to. You've already answered it before. We know the answer. Are you sure? Because I can tell you more. You know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. We need to restart the stream. We don't need to hear about. Oh, so now now that we have to restart the stream, you don't want to tell the stories. I can if you want me to. I just don't want to do it with our guests. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, no. By all means, go ahead. Oh, he's got the go ahead. So, Milk, how's your sex life? It's great. Push the button. I am pushing the button. To the Good HA podcast where I just got off. Good job. You've got great, great content this time around. I do enjoy those uh, Fluttershy raising your tail screenshots I sent you. What? <laughs> you didn't send me shit. Well, we can see shit now, and you guys can see shit now, and it works better. So uh, there you go. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I like that. Um, one of our viewers says, this quick intermission was brought to you by Buttball. I'm going to teach you how to play some Buttball. I think Buttball's probably our sponsor of this cast. Anyway. First rule of butt ball don't tell your parents alright I thought the first uh, rule was to bring your parents no no this is why we can't have sex <laughs> <laughs> alright now we're going to questions from major dude question number one which of the other podcasts would you collab with any kind of collab so pick some favorites Max do they have to be ones that are here right now, or is it ones that we've had before? Which of the other oh, podcasters? Same. So yeah, I, I would say any of the other podcasters would be really interesting. Feel free to do that. Um, huh? I never actually thought about this. If it had to be someone you had on the show before, it'd probably end up being Puss Bus, just because I'm That's totally fair. gay for him. Who's not? Um, but if it's someone that's in stream, I I can't really, I don't really know. It can't it can't be a. I don't know, maybe, eh, nah. As we I just want to, Max, I just want to point out that you did like my dragon story, so just throwing that out there. Mm, I'd probably have to go with uh, Pencil. Why? Why? Oh. Why not Priest? Priest is like, A you single know... tear goes down my cheek. Okay. <laughs> priest, Priest, you know, like, actually, Priest gets all the attention. No, I get attention too. Sometimes. Maybe. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. You know, All right. maybe someday. Let's go to number two. Um, if you have any, what is your favorite fan art of one of your stories? 
Um, actually, I'm not all surprised that your human you doesn't have that much fan art, or if it is, I've never seen it. But my favorite one is someone actually drew, going back to the lunar birth story, they drew a little picture of Selena uh, stealing an apple. I'm going to see if I can find it on uh, DeviantArt. And that's got to be my favorite one, just because it looked adorable to my eyes, even though um, it was like a quick sketch. It was just one of the ones I fell in love with right away. Oh, God, where is it? All right, while you're looking for that, um, Sunset Shimmer or Starlight Glimmer? Mm, probably have to go with Sunset. Good choice. I'd Alternatively, go with, I'd go with Seafood Dinner. Stop. Alternatively, Twilight or Trixie? Twilight. You dare not choose Trixie, best unicorn? Gotta be Twilight. No. Mad Max the Blacks has no desire for things that are great and powerful. There we go. Posted in stream. Um, number four is, do you even lift, brah? No. Well, I lift the cup to my mouth to drink. Other than that, no. Lift some sick donuts to your mouth. I like that art. That's really cool. I gotta check this thing. Full of ribcage. I like it. Oh, I like it. Where's it at? I don't see it. Oh, it's in it's that in chat. chat. Okay, sorry. It's, it's distressing. And I love taking a look at the back at all of their homework in the process, too. That was one of the things I was laughing about when I first saw it. I'm like, someone got bored in class and drew this. It's actually really cool. And then they took it home, and they're sitting at their like kitchen counter, because you can see the marble or the granite countertops, and they're like, nah, um, I, I want to share this with the world. I think that's a carpet, please. Okay. Is it? I okay. guess so. I've drank too much fucking Red Label. As Why are you drinking Red Label? No. Drink better scotch. Oh my god. I know you have better scotch for a fact. No, 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 no. Drink better scotch. I don't have a glass, and this is the only scotch I can bring myself to drink straight from the bottle. Stop. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's not like I'm drinking scotch. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Oh now we're going to go to a set of questions from Bylon. Uh, first of all, this set of questions is brought to you by my long-forgotten green text. Number one, if you would fuck a centaur, would that make you a horse fucker? In the same sense, if you fucked a mermaid, it would make you a fish fucker. What are you, gay fish? Reverse mermaid or regular <laughs> mermaid? <laughs> <laughs> There's no need to trout. Oh my god. Oh, Puns! I did not perform vast mouth on that woman. Oh god. Number two. What do you think of female genital mutilation? Especially infibulation, where you excise the clitoris and labias, then close up the most of the vagina by stitching the wounded vulva. What the fuck? I love how I'm just like, yeah, that's a thing that happens. And I'm just kind of like nodding, like, yep, yep, I know about this. And I can those, hear like you guys cringing. I don't words, think I've had enough drink to actually answer that. Priest, I'm, those words came out of your mouth today. I, what, do you, what do you think of this? What is your reaction to this sort of female genital mutilation? 
I am unsure, actually. I'm horrified yet intrigued. That's the best answer. Good. Yes. Good job. Proud of you. Yes. So to summarize, Max just said, maybe I can fab to this. Maybe. Unsure, unsure if able to fab. Might need some liquor, but maybe. I'm just staring sadly at my bottles of scotch like I don't have enough. <laughs> um, at least you're hurting me. You're, you're hurting me by not having a glass. Number three. <laughs> if you chop off your dick, then stick that bleeding meat stick into your asshole. Would it be appropriate to call that a hell of a sausage sandwich? Seeing as your butt cheeks act as the buns, your dismembered dick is the sausage, and you're squirting blood as the sauce. I like Vylon. There's a reason she and I get along. <laughs> it, you could call it a hell of a sausage sandwich, although uh, it, mine won't have that much meat in it, unfortunately. See, it's, it, it's questions like these that make me stand back, and I'm just so proud that Vylon has a chapter, a guest chapter of Lyler that's coming out. And I think it's fucking, <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. I, I can't wait to publish this thing. It's it's fucking... She outdid herself. It's amazing. Alright. Uh, number four. You are a necrophile. We're off to a winning start here. <laughs> and you are fucking the freshly embalmed corpses of your family when Rainbow Dash comes over and begs you to share your father's corpse with her so that you can punch the gut of your father and make the corpse come its decomposing juices inside her would you let your dead father come inside rainbow dash or would you kill her to add her corpse to your fetish collection i'm so happy we're gonna have to flip a coin for that one but i might lean further towards the killing and adding the corpse to my pile i don't right. know matt i don't know max when uh, the, the male body hits rigor mortis they have a constant erection so you know do with that as you will that's not actually accurate. Uh, when someone hits rigor mortis, their penis actually shrivels up. Well, great. Yeah, all your dreams are dead, Enigma. That's right. Oh. <laughs> all right. Let's go with number five. <clears throat> I am a succubus, and you saw me enter your room through the open window. You can't believe just how beautiful and stunning I am making you nearly jizz in your pants just by looking at me. However, you know that I am an inhuman beast, and you loyally adhere to the rule of never stick your dick in crazy. I sense your hesitation, and I give you a chance to kill yourself before I ravish you into asylum. Word is ravish! Ravish is not the word he is! <clears throat> Pet peeve, done. Will you kill yourself? Or will you enjoy the last hour of your sane life orgasming into me? Has she been reading my dream diary? Violon X Mad Max the Black confirmed. I'm down with this. This is I will support this ship. I will I will put the sails on this ship. I will I will crash the uh, champagne bottle to christen it. I'm fine with this. Violon, you just entered my favorite followers list. Like this <laughs> this is fucking gold. Oh my Speak, God. Speaking of Vylon, last night at 2 a.m., she randomly sent me a PM on Fit Fiction, an image of a lonely con. She asked me, do you like the girl? I don't know how to respond to this. I like Vylon. Vylon is terrifying. We need Vylon in the good HIE list chat. I was... She did ask, in the last one, she did ask, one of her questions was if she could be in the chat. Why haven't we had her as a guest yet? 
Okay, just, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> no, no, this is going to be the test. This is the test. Vylon, if you are listening to this cast right now, send me a PM with only the word pineapple, and we will have you as a guest. Oh, God damn it. Yep. All right. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. There it is. That's what it is. And when I open up and I see pineapple, I go, we're going to have a fucked up cast. Let's do this. Um, number six. How are you enjoying this podcast so far? Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Not enough human being spoken because my glass is still kind of half full, but drink. We'll, we'll get there. Oh, God. I'm really feeling it. I'm not drinking. Um, now we're gonna to go to a next set of questions. Uh, it's from not an important, not an important pony. Another self-depreciating username. Man, we're we're we have a trend in the people that watch and read this. Oh my god. Uh, Bad backs of black. I have some questions for you. First and foremost, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God. No. Number one. <laughs> How do you feel about Spike? He is only in my story because I was stupid enough to put him in there in the beginning. This is a, this is the correct statement. You have done well. Uh, before we continue, Milk, uh, I'm I'm curious, and other people are curious too. What the fuck happened with all those deleted comments? Can we get a rundown of what the shit happened? It was debate that wasn't necessary for the stream between Red and uh, David Silver. They're going back and forth about humans having a heat cycle of some sort. I didn't really no, I didn't really read them so. Too gross for your manly sensibilities. What is wrong with you? This is triggering my feminism. Okay. I saw it. I killed it. That's what I did. I'm done now. Um. Mad Max. Do humans have an estrus cycle? Uh. Technically, yes, but it, I wouldn't go so far as to call it that. All right. Also, drink. In tandem. Do horses have a menstruation cycle? I have no fucking clue. The answer is no. <laughs> they they uh, have estrus, so yes, they they do have something like that that happens. Um. Okay. Anyway. Uh, we um, have a question from the chat, if I may. Go for it. Go for it. How much human would a human human if a human could human? On a side note, how much do you like drinking? It depends on the occasion. Do I drink just off? uh by itself no but if something like this is happening or friends over for gaming or there's a show on i really like i will drink but there has to be something going on i don't drink just to drink my god i haven't drank this much since the last time i watched the room this feels also, more like the drinking this feels more like the drinking word should have been drink oh my god seriously um let, let's continue we can do it guys we can do this number Ugh. two how do you feel about enigmatic otaku <gasps> Stop. Who are we talking about? What? Who? Oh, oh yeah. Good boy. No, oh, I'm just gonna. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Number three. How does it feel to be back on the podcast? Pretty good, actually. Um, I usually pop in to see what you guys are doing, but to be actually be back on is uh fairly nice. Seeing as last time my internet decided it was gonna be stupid and crap out halfway through. It makes me proud that we're doing a slightly decent job enough that someone is actually crazy enough to come back. That know, or you're just really a masochist. Cool. It could be. You know, is, is this a your fetish on? A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> is, is, should you podcast your fetish on? Oh, God. I'm going to have to make that <laughs> chapter. 
All right, all right. Uh, number four, have you met anyone in the podcast in person? No, unfortunately, no. I have not been to any kind of pony event as I am broke to money goes towards food or school. I would like to go to a pony event, but that's in the future when I'm not in school anymore. So you can verify that we've never met before. I have nothing up my sleeves. You, you don't know how this trick is going to work. You, uh, you don't have a buzzer sitting on the back of your neck that will make you pass out when I say and sleep. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Good job, boys. Good job. This is called improv. Um, number five. How did the idea for Velvet Touch come about? Um, I saw a post on Tumblr about uh, before May started. It was like April 29th, I think. And it was talking about how May was the month of MILF. And I'm like, well, shit, I got to write a story about a pony MILF. And Velvet was the first one that came to mind. I like how in that, that story, well. I like how in that story, the, ch the child's mother pimped them out for a cool statuette. Hey, if it works, it works. I, I got to ask one question about that as a follow-up. How the fuck did you drop out of the featured box and then back to the top again with that story? Like, honestly. I have no fucking clue, but I went up the feature box three separate times. <laughs> no fucking joke. <laughs> that, no, from what I remember, it is a fucking anomaly because you you didn't create it. But as a result of Velvet Touch, there was a new group that was created on Fim Fiction. And I, I'm sure you know what it is. It's called Naughty Babysitters. Yes. Oh, and yes. Two of the first five stories to get added, yours was first, Velvet Touch. But then fourth was Parents' Night Out, which is mine. I added more stories to that group than anyone else. So you guys know. You made a massive impact on this fucking website with this story. Really did. It's one of those things where it's like I wasn't even like planning. I, I wrote each chapter as I needed to. It wasn't even planned out. So I'm actually fairly impressed with how it turned out. So sequel what? Sequel is a, I have three chapters in a Barry Punch sequel prequel. <laughs> That's going to be slightly longer than Velvet Touch was. This kid, this kid, oh, Matt. <laughs> Child screaming in the background. So much excitement. Someone's excited. She, she heard that there's going to be a sequel. All right. Um, love it, love it. Um, number six, what fallout, both good and bad, did you receive about Velvet Touch? I actually didn't, I could have and didn't realize it, but I didn't receive any fallout bad for Velvet Touch. And I don't know if that's just because everyone here likes hot milfs and foals or what, but the good fallout was it basically went up the feature box three times. Uh, and I've had people bugging me almost on a weekly basis to when sequels coming out. Oh my God. You'd, you'd send that out and you would, you would be at the top of the box again, three times in a row, guaranteed. Probably. You definitely would, without the, the, a doubt. That's like pizza worthy. From what I remember, you kept that thing on the feature box by constantly up, updating that thing before each time it went down to your... Well, you, you wrote the whole thing in a week, am I wrong? Uh, two weeks, actually. Okay. There were times I was doing a chapter a day, so I'm fairly certain that's one of the reasons it was in the feature box so long. That's so crazy. 
All right. Uh, number seven. What's your opinion of two cellos? Best cello band I've ever listened to. I love them. Of course, I play the cello, so that's kind of, you know, preference. Ooh, I got somebody to ask now. Yes? Go. Do it. Do the thing. Well, not on here. I got lots of questions. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Number eight. Oh, my. What does music mean to you? Um, it means a lot of things because I usually have music playing at any part of my day. When I'm going to school, I have music playing in my ear. When I'm doing homework, I got music playing in my ear. When I'm driving the car, I got music playing in my ear. When I'm writing, I got music playing in my ear. So it really depends on what mood and what music I'm listening to. And it's always playing in your ear, never in your mouth, your anus. Well, th that second, uh, we're not going to talk about that. Ah, well, I mean, hey, that bass, right? Well, club. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, number nine, sun butt, moon butt, love butt, or star butt. Now, despite what people believe that your human in you was a self-insert, it is not. So I have to go with moon butt, actually, is my favorite. Yee. You know, you made the good choice. You made the, you made the right choice. You All passed right. the test. Good sir. <laughs> number 10. If you have the chance to go to Equestria, would you take it? Yes. Who fucking wouldn't? Then we get to move to question 11. If you go to Equestria, how will you finish your human in you? That would no longer be my problem. Drink. Oh. That's, that's, that's what you should like. Uh, uh. You can force that's Twilight to invent Wi-Fi. That's not what he'd be forcing Twilight to do, let's be clear. Oh, yeah, I was say, let's be honest here. She ain't getting out of that bedroom. Oh, <laughs> man, you guys are going to be dehydrated by the end of the week, aren't you? By the end of the week, he more might. like by the end of the day. Well, no, he might be. She would be drinking all the fluids. All right, now we have a question from Quantum Pony, who gives a question for Blackie. Can you tell the story of that chapter in Velvet Touch for Everyone? The <coughs> uh, food one. Know what I'm saying? Now, that whole story was food-oriented because of Quantum Pony. Since chapter one, there was always some, some kind of food in there. But I think the one they're talking about is the one where Twi uh, Twilight Velvet basically uh, gets the fold to uh, fuck a, uh, a donut. And uh, I have no, I have no, uh, I have no problem with what I wrote there. Please, please post link. I, I have well, good feelings about that. Well, that's better than having him stick his dick in the fondue. True. He could have gotten a direction like using cum as a salad dressing. So. Well, no, she, it, it's like it's, <laughs> a, it's like a a, a cream-filled donut, and she uses it as a sex toy with him, and then he finishes in the donut, and then she eats it. So, oh right, I remember now. In the office of that one dude, the editor. Yeah. Yep. Terrible that I know someone who's actually done something similar. IRL. Can we take a step back and did you say that this was done in an office? Yes. In front in front of a guy. It happened in front of a, an older dude. It was office love. It was under the table, but it happened in front of an older dude. Oh my god. 
And the older dude was hitting on her. Subtly. One of the better scenes I've written, I have to admit. I need to read the story. Um, You're not the only one. <laughs> the next question. In case that is too not safe for work for you guys, another question. I have this feeling that Max and your human in you has more in common with Blackie here than one would think. Is this true? Or are you just as retarded in real life as Max? <laughs> um, no comment, because Mommy says I'm smart. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not going to make that comment. Laugh, but... Oh, my God. Oh, no, God. people ask me this a lot. If uh, you're human and you use a self-insert, and no, it is not. The basis for Max came from me, but he's not me in any sense of the personality. So basically, like, he plays the cello because I played the cello. He's a single child because I'm a single child. But his decisions are not based off of my, what I would decide to do in that situation. I'm really glad to hear that. All right. Uh, let's see. Scrolling down. We're on the Tony Montana questions. Uh, you missed one. You missed one. You missed one. You missed one. How? The, refresh, motherfucker. Quantum Pony asked an additional one. Oh, okay. Potion strip poker. What inspired that? Oh, shit. Um, it has to be, if I remember correctly, I was reading at the time a story called uh forgiveness pending and they were it was a scene where they were playing a truth or dare and the punishment was to drink a potion and i took that with a uh i took that and used that as the basis for the potion uh poker huh that's actually a really kind of it's kind of an interesting prompt actually Hmm. Yeah, because the thing was, there was truth or dare, and if you refused to do it or you couldn't do it, you had to drink a potion. And they didn't really say what the potion was. Uh, so I figured, well, what happens if you have a game where you do that, but every time you lose, you had to pick a random potion? So instead of like being a punishment, it was the, the loser has to do this. And that's where it came from. I'm really interested in what these potions did. You'll just have to go and read the story. But don't take my word for it. Did it dent? Thank you for getting that reference. All right. Uh, Tony Montana. What is your favorite HIE story stories outside of your own? Oh, shoot. It's, it's got to be Puss Puss's stories, man. Like I said, I'm gay for him. He has an entire shelf on my... Uh, on my uh, homepage. It, 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 it's hard to pick. It has to be... Either it'd probably be Bon Bon's confession if I had to be honest. That story. Just like Braeburn, everyone's gay for just like Braeburn, everyone's gay for Puss Puss. Everyone is gay for Puss Puss, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -mm. Puss Puss does does the arts too. I'm like, what more do you want? If if you can dance and sing, we're all fucked because no one else is ever gonna get any pussy. He can <laughs> he also do Go ahead. He he goes both ways is what I was gonna say. But... Oh he can Lord. Al... He can also do the magics. I'll stop. All right. Um, what's your favorite story overall on this website? 
the exact same answer, probably. Plus, plus, man. Well, that makes things easy. Uh, what about your favorite story or novel series, whether it's MLP related or not? Um, it depends, because when it, 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 as you mature, you find yourself drifting away from stuff. Like back in middle school, I could probably tell you that uh, the Inheritance series with Aragon and stuff like that was one of my favorite stories. But now reading it again, I'm like, oh my god, it's almost like a crappy fan fiction. Proud of you. <laughs> and at the moment, I'm going through an H.P. Lovecraft phase, so he's probably the favorite at the moment. I will oh. hug you. I will hug you from the internet. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You've just, like, <laughs> took ten steps up in terms of quality, and you just good job. I, I also, um, just by the way, uh, Quantum Pony would like to know, Mad Max, I love you, do you love me? If you don't, I'll find you. <laughs> I love you, Quantum Pony. Yay! Anyway, you may continue. Sorry. All right. Uh, number four. What was the first MLP fanfic you ever read? Oh, God. There's a lot of backstory to this one. Because everyone's always like, oh, it was Fallout Equestria. Oh, it was Castings. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was Xenophilia. But for me, it wasn't that. The first one I ever read, and it's not just MLP, that my first fanfiction, the fanfiction that broke my fanfiction cherry, was... Field notes of alicorn reproductive behavior. What the actual fuck? Uh, I know that one. I know that sure one. It was it was that one plus the sequel, the re notes, whatever, with cadence. I'm pretty sure that's what got me into this. So I'm pretty sure that's also where my love of uh, dick girls came from. Well, <laughs> they're good stories. Go read them. Go read them. They're good stories. Prepare thyself, but yes. <laughs> Um, Pepper thy Angus. I don't know how we're going to do this, but we're just going to move along past that. <laughs> Number five, what cliches, if any, do you find annoying about HIE stories? Brony and Equestria. Yay! Because it feels like a cheap way out. You don't have to introduce anyone. Oh, the main character knows everything already. Now, if Brony goes into an Equestria, he doesn't really understand, like, uh, vinyl is the alicorn of wub and stuff like that it's a little bit better because he doesn't know what's going on hmm. oh my god twilight i love you but i liked you better when you didn't have wings <laughs> I, just <laughs> I actually really like that as a prompt we're just fucking like he loves all the main six and he comes like twilight has wings he's like oh and so the whole story is just about like Twilight being like, "No, I'm fine. I I can be normal. I I'm books. Look, I have books." Priest, priest, there there is the defining difference between us. You would have been like, "No, no, it's okay. I I'm still lovable. You can still like me." I would have had it be like Anon just going, "God, you're so much better before wings." She was like, "Fucking really?" And she just dive bombs and starts beating his face. And like, this is what I can do with my fucking wings, you bitch. Actually, pencil to me it feels like if you wrote it, yeah, like at the end, she cuts off her wings, just like we already cut off her tail. Ah <laughs> oh, no! Oh, you forgot about the story where I made Rarity cut off her tail. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> yeah, I read that one. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's really not a very good one. I've read most of your stories. Uh oh. Okay. Man, I feel like the odd man out here because pencil's been noticed, Enigma's been noticed, and here I am <gasps> just on the side. No, I'm still waiting for you to update your Fluttershy rape pants story going on here, man. Rape pants. He updated today. He did today. He's 
in a row. Today. <laughs> he, he wrote a new one today. Excellent. I'll have to look into that afterwards. It's it's great. It's great. It's great. Also, so now I'm going to have to do our Fluttershy rape pants here, Fetish. <laughs> She's wearing literal pants. <laughs> pants, uh, Fetish. That'd be great. Pants, your Fetish. All right, all right. Uh, what is are your biggest influences in your writing? Um, geez, that's always a hard one to pick out because I can't really tell where I get influences from. Um, I don't like it when it's like too obvious, like when you can tell someone's been throwing Doctor Who references into their story left and right. But I, I like to be able to write something where people go like, hey, I recognize that reference. It's from, but I don't like it to be so in their face. You're like, you're just copying it word for word. But if I had to pick a, a good reference or influence, I should say, um, it would have to be uh, just like early stories, like the Harry Potter stories were a big influence on getting me writing. Um, Lord of the Rings is also a big one that got me into, into writing stuff. Just like those old stories that uh, people always, uh, that most people don't want to read now because, hey, the movie's out and, hey, the movie's better. Eh. The movie is almost fucking never better than the book. No, no. They have to, they have to make them series. They have to make them TV series. Like one season of Harry Potter is just one book. Yeah. I can see that. That's, that's why the BBC uh, Lion Winston in the Wardrobe was so much fucking fun. I really need that's to rewatch really that. I haven't watched that in forever. Yeah, the, the really, really old one because I'm old. Yeah, my mom anyway. had all those on, D, on VHS. I, I, I have them. Let's move on. <laughs> all right. Uh, numbers. Number, number. Number seven. There we go. Which story did you like writing the most and the least? The one I liked writing the most was a Velvet Touch. Just because oh. it was it was fun to write. It was a new thing I hadn't done before. And the popularity it got just blew me away. But the least favorite one is still Your Human and You, Heat and Dusk. And mm -hmm. I wish I had never written that one, but whatever. Really? Um, why do you wish you'd never written? I'm genuinely curious. Because it, it felt... It was one of my intros to Klopp, and it felt like I basically, I don't like one, like one shot Klopp stories. And I Ooh. felt like I should have made it like five chapters or something, but I just made it a long one shot Klopp, it done. And I feel like it has a bunch of wasted potential. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. He also did a Dust Shine story, I see. Mm, yeah, it was it was it was basically a uh, dusk shine. It was dusk and a uh, female Max, and uh, yeah, they got kinky with it. <laughs> uh, question for Mad Max: Milkamare when? Milkamare when I finally get around to writing some more of it. It's hard to come up with different ways that ponies' tits can be milked. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I could give you some info on this. I I could I could send you some links. We could talk. Well, no, because Anon's got a machine for this, but it's hard to write it without, like, you have to make it sexual, and it's hard to keep it spicy and not make it repetitive, which have I'm trying to do. Have well, you I tried mean, accidentally hooking it up to a stallion or two before? Have you tried a bicycle pump? <laughs> <laughs> have you tried turning it off and on again? Have you tried milking? Have you tried milking stocks? Maybe the machine breaks down and somebody has to do the old-fashioned way. 
Uh, he does. He actually milks Barry the old-fashioned way. There's there's a couple of very uncomfortable old-fashioned ways to particularly milk goats, but there you go. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Good H A E podcast, where milking. <laughs> um, oh, good. You're a great influence on us, Max. Finally, number eight. Uh, your human in you is longer Max. than Fallout Equestria. How does that make you feel? I'm pretty sure someone figured out at one point that your human you is longer than Pride and Prejudice or something like that, but I can't believe I actually <laughs> sunk 600,000 words into this. You'll you never get that be. time back. No, I'll never get that time back, which I'm not really upset about. But there's also the sequel coming out, so there's more words to go into it. Like, what if you just put that time into writing an actual novel? I've actually thought of that before, and I've actually thought about converting Your Human and You into an actual novel, but I don't got the time. You don't? Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, we got time for that. Hey, Milk. Hey, what? Hey, what? What? Check that chat. Which chat? Um, oh, um... Well, while he's answering that, I gotta go to the bathroom, because this rum and vodka is going through me. That's go, fair. go ahead, go ahead. We Milk can make to answer. Um, Milk, why is your name Milk? And it, I know it's not because the reason I said. Oh, um, oh, I have to actually. Yeah, been. no, I, I saw. I'm sorry. The, the scotch is really hitting me right now. Um, the reason my name is Milk is because uh, when I hung out on Pictaro, uh, Pictaro, I don't even know how to pronounce the name anymore. The thing that does the Hamtaro, pictures. And, obviously, Hamtaro. Yes, that thing. They they miss like the the one guy. There's this one guy that misspelled my name, called me Milk Snipe instead. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm Milk now. We're going Milk yeah. Snipe, and they that milk just stuck. something. What? I was the one who did that to you. No, this is that wasn't you. Yes, it was. Back when we were on uh, Skype, when I first joined the HIE. Uh. No, this is even before that. That was even before that, yeah. I mean, I, 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 you're the second person to do it, and I attempted to keep Mike Snipe as my name, but you did the milk thing too, so I just, you know, it said fuck it, and that's my name from now on for everything but the actual account name. I'm keeping my, my actual Mike Snipe tag because I've had that for 10 years now, I would say. Well, so far, here are the, here are the reasons people believe beside, besides me. Um, either because you're into milking, because you're overflowing with the milk of human kindness and the milk of semen, because you're made out of the materials found in the Milky Way, because you're the ejacula ejaculation of God, because you milk your prostate. So... That, that last one. That last one. Because All right. Milk because prostate. I thought he was calling milk because he likes to curdle. No, I'm, I'm not uh, sour enough for wow. that. Wow. I'm not sour. He's a little, he's a little sour sometimes. A little bit. A little bit. I usually find them more salty. Stop drinking buttermilk. <laughs> Everybody loves milk's milk. That's that's the, that's what I say. I don't know. I I, I think uh, I think every day you just get two percent better. <laughs> something something twenty percent cooler. No. I'm off to kill myself. No. <laughs> But it's honestly because somebody mistook my name and misspelled it, and then that's that's the thing. And in, in the ten years that I've had the name Mike Snipe, milk has become more popular than Mike Snipe, which is really weird because I've only had it for probably nine months now. I I, I just know you'll find a way to make it work. 
I will. It, it'll just be it'll just be a thing. And I know that just skimming over the questions here, people seem to really be liking these answers. I'm happy with that. Because... Wittily, Wittily Doodle here says that he only likes to skim your stories. I don't have well, any stories for this. That's wholly inappropriate. By the way, I've been making a milk pun each sentence. If you guys haven't fucking noticed, if you're that dense. I have. It's terrible. It's Thank terrible. I, 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 I don't know. I, I think they were uh, dairy good, frankly. Wow. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this needs to be pasteurized. Not <laughs> Max. Man, we're living the cream right now. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. As far as good jokes and bad jokes, I think we reached a point where it's half and half. <sighs> Time stop! Oh, oh my god. god! This became 2% funny. I already but... made the 2% joke. This is wholly uncalled for. <laughs> I already made the whole joke. No! This is getting cheesy! Oh my god, no more. And I'm back. This, this is utterly ridiculous. Milk jokes. <laughs> we completely spoiled the cast. Please. Oh my god. Welcome to the good HAE podcast where milk. <laughs> Got All right, milk. so just, just can, can we please move on to other questions, please, please, please. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. We have a question from Cold Blight now. And I think this is actually an interesting question for the whole cast. Uh, but oh, Mad Max gets first dibs. Wow. Okay. How many people suck up to you on a day-to-day -day basis? Not as many as people think, but back when I was uh, getting a lot of chapters out of Your Human You, like like once every two weeks, it, there's like three or so people that would come to me like every week and try and butter me up, try and get me to write stuff for free, or try to get the OC into Your Human and You. Really? So Are you serious? Yeah, I got to the point where I basically told them, uh, if you're not paying me, it's not going in. Because it, it was getting annoying. Like, can you stick this person in? It's She's an amazing mayor who can do this, this, and this. I'm like, there's no point in the story I can stick that without it being obvious. Because she becomes Max in love interest. Well, it, it was it was it was it wasn't even that. It was their OC was bad. It's like my OC is a zebra who is got red stripes instead of black, and she's one of the best runners. And I'm like, oh my god. Uh. So how much should we pay you to get Shadowblade in there? <laughs> oh my god. You couldn't pay me enough. See, like I would love to have Shadowblade featured in a Lila chapter, but Would that said, should... like in in terms of in terms of buttering up, I get messages probably at least once or twice a month where people are like, can you write this? Can you do this thing? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's not counting Office Love Win because that's a meme. But I, um, I get people harassing me on occasion. It's, it's not as common as it used to be. Uh, but I released one fic, um, which... I know Enigma just loved its um, changeling rape fic that I did. Oh, God damn it! After I released that for about six months, I would get messages from various people asking me to write rape stories about other ponies. Oh. It wasn't subtle. One of them was very, very specific about um, how they would like to see the choking done 
Um, if they, if I could use cigarettes to burn, like it was very, very oddly specific and it was very uncomfortable. And so I get a lot of that because people are like, oh yeah, I bet you're into this. I'm like, I'm not into anything I write about you guys, nothing. This does not get me off. Please, please don't try to send me alluring, sexy ideas that I really just look at and be like, nope, this is gross. You're gross. Fuck off. So there you go. I'm done. Go so ahead. how many people did you alert to the authorities? Um, well, I mean, they haven't done anything wrong. A fetish is a fetish. You, you fly your freak flag, you do you. If you and your partner are into playing through rape fetishes, that's fine. You do that. As long as it's safe, sane, consensual, I don't care. Like, there's a difference between, like, like reading, like, fucking Lolicon and Shotokan and those types of things and be, and actually acting upon that as, like, a pedophile. There's a difference. If yeah, you and your – if you're – if your female partner likes to role play a twelve year old girl that you as a as a priest or a Catholic school girl mm. and there's a priest, yeah, I'm making it awkward here, guys. This is not something I do, by the way. If I ever did this, I do it myself. Oh God. Is pencil your daddy? No. What? That's super no. Cool. That's, Please don't. that's what I heard that's what I heard you say. You heard you oh, said daddy. On. I don't, I don't want this. But the point is, if, if that is your fetish and you and your partner want to role play that, as much as it may make me feel uncomfortable, I don't care. It's fine. You do what makes you happy. You guys have a good sex life. If it's fulfilling and satisfying, do it. Yeah, most people don't seem to understand that uh, just because you write it doesn't mean you believe it. Because I have a bunch of people coming, I used to have a bunch of people coming to me going like, I can't believe you think ponies are superior to humans. And what do you got against humans? And your story's crap because of this. And that and that, and like, I don't believe that it's what the story needed. Yes, thank you. Oh, it's nice to have somebody else say this out loud. Yeah. Have you ever had somebody uh, like consult you about your fetishes and assume that everything you write about sex wise is exactly what you want? Oh, I have not had anyone insult me of them, but I've had people, I had one guy send me a thing where, uh, he it was basically it was a it was a stand you put mares in to breed and then it was a thing you put stallions in to milk them and he said wouldn't it be nice if applejack used this on max because he was looking into the story i'm like first of all wow no and it just got to the point where he sent me several of these things because he assumed because i was writing something where humans were animals that i would want to use animal type kinks in the story i'm like no why would i want to do that but I've never actually had someone kink shame me for a story I wrote. I was thinking more that they think you're into shit you're not. And they're like, hey, no, so. no, because everyone, the only one I was worried about was Velvet Touch. And people uh, didn't actually do anything to me in that one. The only issue I had was people didn't like the Twilight scene from Your Human and You. Drink. Because uh, they, uh, because it did get rapey and they assumed I was okay with rape. And I'm like, no, I'm not okay with rape. And it, it wasn't rape, but it was like a borderline. It was gray. It wasn't white or black. It was a gray area that made the reader think. I, I love that. A bunch of people that. assumed, I thought I was okay with rape, which I'm not. I, I love that people assume that if you write about rape, you're okay with rape. It's, it's, not, it's not the case, guys. Get over yourselves. Writing is well, a free make believe for a reason. And yeah, that's, that's a really important comment to make because, like, for example, my, my story, Parents Night Out, Oh my oh, god, yeah. people go fucking crazy over that or story. Or adopting like, it, Fluttershy, for that matter. You gotta finish that shit, man. I'm still waiting yeah. for it to finish. 
Uh, to be honest, uh, Parents' Night Out is not finished, not at this point because of Priest. I'd like to make that known to everybody. It's because of me. I haven't sat down and edited the uh, last two parts. They're done. I just need to sit down and flesh them out and edit them and make sure they're not shit. So you can actually blame me for that one. No I'm blaming someone because I saw it in it's the me. Velvet it's Touch like story and I've been waiting for it to finish. Oh, God. It's, it's funny because a lot of people put Velvet Touch and Parents' Night Out side by side, actually. They compare our two stories. Because you came out with it about the same time I came out with mine. It's true. Actually, I wrote Parents' Night Out in 2013. This oh, is it was really shit then. It was really different. Um, this is kind of a more refined version. And I, I don't know. People compare Velvet Touch and Parents' Night Out. I think they're very, very different, and they have very different stories to tell. But that said, it, it doesn't sh- – like when – I got a private message about this podcast where people are like, good, two Philly foolers side by side in the same chat. This is going to be great. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. That's what you anyway. think. Yeah, exactly. You, you're free to think we're into whatever you think we're into, but I can promise you I'm not into scat, skull fucking, periods, uh, rape, uh, dismembering, flaying, uh, fucking trees, uh, fucking sea ponies, uh, Nickelodeon slime, the paper, Nickelodeon slime, pregnancy, or pedophilia. So there you go, guys. Welcome to the Good Fetish Podcast, where sometimes you talk about humans. <laughs> None of those things listed were mine. Uh, now we got some questions one, from Ravage. one of those things is something you're into. Don't lie. Don't lie, Mill. I'm claiming nine of them, damn it. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, some questions from Ravage. Uh, number one, why is Enigmatic Otaku so damn sexy? Rav, why? I <gasps> like you. Why do you want me to What are we talking about? Why? You, you think I'm sexy? I mean, if you were a chick, I'd be fine with it, but still. <laughs> well, come on, dude. It's not that bad. Once you're drunk, a uh, hole's a hole, and nothing's wrong with a little meat. Besides, <laughs> we all know that Enigma would be on the bottom. Oh. You no, would, though. Hole's a hole. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number two, why is Carrie of Heartbreak so shit? He's not here, so I really can't say anything. I think that's a pretty fair answer. He's shit. It's fine. He's shit. Uh, number three. How many pones does it take to screw until the lights go out? Not enough. Not <laughs> enough. Never enough screwing. Yeah, never enough. Number four. Why do we all love Celestia's butt? Ravage, did you just turn into Bendy? I know. Like... You, you're channeling Bendy right now. <laughs> Why do Next we all question. love Celestia's butt? Crater ass is best ass. Ooh! Damn. He's gonna get mad. Bendy's gonna get mad. <laughs> All right. Uh, number five. How do you like your ponuts? Glazed. <laughs> what? No sprinkles? It depends on the mood. If if it, it, it that's sprinkles, it depends. That's like kind of gross. That's like scat stuff. Uh. No, no that's man. chocolate filled. Scat stuff. This is food play. I'm all about oh. food play. Just ask Quantum Pony. And these oh. are rainbow sprinkles. Okay. You're into food play. How have you read my stuff? There's so much vomit there. There's so much food gore. Why? Why? Because it's well written. I can go through it. Oh, okay. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number six. 
how long do you typically take to write uh, and finish the story? Oh, geez. It depends on if sometimes when I get home from work, and I'm exhausted. I only write like 500 words. But when I have like a day off and it's time to write, I can get 6,000 words down on a uh, chapter in one day. So it really depends on my level of exhaustion. And I can typically get through one chapter. I, I used to be able to get through a human and you chapter in a week and a half, which I can't do anymore because of school, real life, work, and exhaustion. Right. That's typically how it works. I mean, that's that's the reason why a lot of my slowdowns happened lately. Just fucking life, man. <laughs> if I can ask, uh, how deep are you into the school? How long do you have in there? I'm sure some people are waiting for Max to come back in his former glory. Um, this would, I'm going into my fifth year. I, it's probably going to end up being a six-year program. I'm going in there for 3D animation and game design. Ooh. Nice. And I'm currently at the point where I need the school to provide the classes I need because there's only four classes left. Yet they're not always a, uh, um, they're Available. not always offered. So it's yeah. one of those things where it's like I could graduate next year as long as they offer all the classes. I think that's fair. Uh, number seven, would you ever write for money? Yes, but it really depends on what you want me to write because there's certain things I won't write. That goes into number eight. What wouldn't you write for money? Um, I don't mean to smack talk other artists, but if Mega Pony, if Mega Ponies are written it, I probably won't write it because I'm not into like expansion. I'm not into Mega stuff. I uh, just the hardcore stuff like Scat, uh, Death, all that stuff. I'm not really into. I think the hardcore. I think the worst I ever do is um. Folicon and maybe uh, the Twilight scene was the worst I did. I I think that's a pretty fair comparison. I've I've talked with Megapone and they definitely have a very uh, skewed view of Klopp. I'll say that word. Yeah, because uh, I I understand and I and people can enjoy any type of Klopp they want, but I like a little more romance in my plot and clop and stuff like that so I, I i don't like sex for just because of sex there has to be some plot with the clop which is why velvet was so long was because i wanted to get plot in there which i'd like to point out is, is very rare most people when they're looking for clop aren't looking for a story they're they're looking for fat plotter so you are one of the few i have to assume so seeing as how popular all those one-shot clops are you're you're definitely one of the few. I am. I that wasn't a question. I'm sorry. That that is oh. a confirmation. You are one of the few. Okay. I think I can kind of agree with that though about wanting a story because whenever I've written kind of a one shot clop stuff, it's really tongue in cheek. Like when I wrote <laughs> um, uh, anything I once in your pants. Anything that yeah, it's tongue in cheek. Uh, from <laughs> human in equestria to horse on earth, that was all parody. And then oh I reached God. a point, and I'm like, no, nah, I can't do this anymore, and just ended it. And people were like, oh, this is so hot. And I was sitting there just going, ha, <laughs> ha, And you were crying. It was great. It, it was. Literal tears. Uh, number nine. When is it okay to make love to a Princess Luna's butt? Anytime's good time to love Moon Butt. Yes. It's the moon. All right. Number ten. How long until our pony overload overlords... Escape our imaginations and enslave us. 
that really depends on how much you believe they can uh, escape our imaginations and enslave us. Because you really got to believe to make it happen. <laughs> well, well, I, for one, welcome our pony overlords. Of course you do, because you have some brief hope that one of them will adopt you and not go up to father. <gasps> you really think so? No. Oh, <laughs> oh you'll, you'll never... Is, is this why you call me daddy? Are you that desperate? Just love me, daddy. Moving uh, on. I would take a comment from last week's podcast. Even if we I had don't. <laughs> Go ahead. If we had an editor, this is where we would edit in where I screamed, this is why your dad doesn't love... <laughs> but we don't. Ah, uh, uh, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, next, we have a question from Enigmatic Otaku. Enigma, do you want to just read this? Because you would... I can't do an Enigma impression. I, I'm not going to sink that low. You know what? I, I'm curious. What is your Enigma impression? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> a question from Enigmatic Otaku. Why do you like me, Max? I don't know what to do with this positive reinforcement. Wow, I don't, I don't sound like, I don't sound like that. Come on, Enigma, you, Enigma, you, you kind of do all, oh. all the time. You do. It's, it's like you pretend that you don't have a Mexican accent, so you try really hard to talk like an American, and you inflect upward at the end of every sentence, and then you get high pitched and upset when someone's mean to you, and then you drop back down again. No, I uh, no, I no, I don't. Welcome <laughs> to the roast of Enigmatic Otaku. Anyway, um, why do you like Enigma, Max? Um, despite all he claims with his stroking of his ember shaft, I actually <laughs> found him through the third roommate because of Puss Puss, because Puss Puss is God. That's true. It is a mighty ember shaft, by the way. Oh, I'm I'm well aware of that. Although, I I've got to be honest, it's not the best one I've read out there. Well, <laughs> well you're entitled to your wrong opinion, sir. Moving on. <laughs> How wow. fucking self-entitled? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Priest, We're moving priest, to a question priest, from Jay priest, the Stormtrooper. Priest, priest, sweetie, do you want me to do it? No. You want me to do it? I can do it. I'm capable. I feel like I'm going to be put in my place in the next few seconds. Do you want me to do it? Do you, want me to do it? you know what? We haven't had any fucking drinking in a while. Just do it, babe. Do it. <sighs> Thank you. Okay. So, Enigma. Mm-hmm. You, you remember when, when I told you that the bar was set higher because you've started writing better? Yes. Okay. Well, here's the thing, Sweetie Cakes. When you wrote that, you weren't writing better yet. People liked that. Because it was quaff, not because you were a good writer, not because you gave anything of value. They liked that just because you gave them something to fap to. You are not worthwhile in any way. You haven't done anything worth remembering. You still have to do that. So stop clinging to the vestiges of your past and do something. Okay, baby? <laughs> it's not about gonna, necessarily just, the rating or the participation count. Here. People do that for a living, and it's called clickbait. I'm just something gonna... that people dread. I mean, stop talking about cocoa. Okay. Anyway, I'm just gonna go <laughs> sit over here. I'm just gonna sit over here in the corner, maybe cry myself to sleep. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good Ember story you have, and you should be proud of it. But Thank I you. just like Embers in the Dark a little bit better. Stop petting his ego. He needs to improve, and he he won't improve until he realizes that everything he does is shit. Isn't that right, Enigma? 
Even weeds need a little bit of sunshine now and then. I know, and I occasionally <laughs> tell him he's doing better. <laughs> Can you feel the sunshine? You know what? Just for you, Enigma. Just for you, Enigma. I'm going to back down and I'm going to say, Max, would you like to give Enigma a compliment on his writing that I will not refute? Write more, bitch. I'm waiting for the third roommate. Thank you. All right. On that note, Jay the Stormtrooper, if Mad Max and Enigma were to have a baby, what would its name be? (laughs) 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 Why are we in a ship? Why are this is such a good time for this question. (laughs) It would be called an abortion. It'd be called Quantum Pony. Yes, Quantum Pony is our child. (laughs) (laughs) Who does he take after, me or you? Hopefully me, but it might be some of you. Oh. The insecurities come from you, Enigma. Oh. No, it doesn't. Oh. The laziness and the procrastination <laughs> comes from me. The insecurity comes from you. And I don't know where the fuck you got his brains because I ain't got any. Your child sounds neurotic as fuck. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Bolding is here. What do you say hi to Bolding? Bolding! Hi, Bolding. Maybe I do. Bolding, Bolding is a Kissing the sun. Oh, yes. Yeah. I've, yeah. Write more. Thank you. He just retired. All right, we got a, a question from Base Effect. Uh, aye, Blackie, oh, next chapter when? Uh, fuck you, Base Effect. Um, actually, I just finished up the next chapter of Your Human and You before the podcast started. I just <gasps> sent it off to my editors. Oh my goodness. Well, that's quite an announcement. Yep, so it's probably going to go up next Friday, the same time when I'm moving to my new apartment. Ooh, fun. Ooh. All right. Um, I have a question. Uh, I have some questions here that I took from my blog because they were directed towards you uh, from Legendary Amazing. Number one, what inspired you to write Your Human in You? I get asked this a lot and there's no real good answer because what happened was um, I've always wanted to write a uh, story on this site ever since I came up with the site, but I can never think of anything to write. Well, then one summer, my friends and I went up to St. Ignace because I live in Michigan, which is it's an eight and a half hour drive. So I needed something to do. Well, I pulled out a notebook and I just started writing down the first, like the prologue just out of nowhere. And I went with it. And my friend told, told me, uh, base effect, this is base effect here. This little asshole told, uh, set some of the criteria which made the first seven chapters suck, where Max can't communicate with the ponies in any way. Uh, Max can't meet up with them, any of the main six until like chapter seven and shit like that. So base effects default for this, but um, it just, it, there's no real inspiration except for I wanted to write a, your human, uh, a human in a quest your story, and that's where your human in you came from. And that's a couple more drinks, and I apologize. What the? No, you are not allowed to apologize on this podcast. There's nothing wrong with making other people drink. No, no, make people drink. Say it. Say it again. Say it again. Human, human, human. You're human, and you. Okay, now you're taking it a little too far. No, no, he's not. not. (laughs) I'm on glass four, so whatever. All right, let's do this. We are we are half an hour done from the podcast, and we we have questions to go. Let's do this shit. Number two, Celestia Luna. Luna. 
Obviously. Three, why did you become a brony? Uh, my ex-girlfriend made me sit down and watch one of the shows. Really? You had an ex-girlfriend get you into My Little Pony? Yes, and she's only my ex because we went our separate ways in college, so it wasn't like a bad breakup. I love when people actually step aside to say that. Thank you for doing that. Let it be known, people, you can still be on good terms with an ex, and just because you break it up doesn't mean either of you are horrible people who deserve to die. She comes over all the time and drinks my beer, so. <laughs> that, that sounds like a friend, frankly. Good. Uh, now we have questions from Bendy. Oh, boy. Let's Bendy do this. Time. Uh, number one, is it her? Wow. Is it heresy to refuse to come inside Rainbow Dash? <laughs> Depends on the situation. It is heresy to refuse to come inside a she-male Rainbow Dash. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Number like one. What, you like a little handle? Yes. Help oh. you steady yourself? Yes. Oh. Number two. Gurgling noises. What should the punishment be for refusing to come inside Rainbow Dash? Oh, shoot. I don't know. Although I do know the punishment for refusing to come inside a female Rainbow Dash. You gotta take the shaft. I think that's fair. Gotta give that bitch a retrans. Bitches love retrans. <laughs> number four. <laughs> uh, or no, number three. Will Twilight Sparkle's butt outshine the other alicorns one day? No, because Luna's the best you'll ever get. Uh, number four. What would you do if you found yourself in your own fan fiction, you and your human? <laughs> Good job, Bendy. Drink. <laughs> um, if I was the main character, I would probably just go with the flow if, uh, and just keep on going. But if I was not and I was stuck as a, a, a background character, I would try and find the safest place possible and hide there because that it, it's just one of those things where it's like I know what's going on and I refuse to be a part of it unless I'm the main character. I'm like I'm picturing the scenario where you as the background character are trying to murder the main character and slip into his place. Why won't you just die? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, number five. If Rainbow Dash became an Alcorn. What would that mean? Uh, would that mean that she would have the best alicorn butt due to her not being a lazy fat ass like the other unicorns? <laughs> no, because once again, Luna has the best ass. The next one is an important I'm... question, by the way. The next one is very important. Yes. Uh, which pony would you give a belly rub? All of them. Is there like you? you all of them. I would make Does it they a have to, like, form a line. Yeah, 25 cents a belly rub, you get five minutes of it. And I get to put my face yeah. in your stomach. What if that was weirdly sexual for them? They would have to deal with it. I would be okay being the, the hooker you buy to get belly rubs. Man, Max is, just, Max is just buried in, like, belly buns at this I point. We have a town a, bike over here. I haven't written a belly rub story. You haven't? Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you for that idea. Thank you. Do it. Oh my it's god, our belly rubs you're fetishing on. Seriously, how is that? Anyway. Alright. Um, next question. Would you reject Celestia by telling her she is too big and fat? No, but I would tell her she's not her sister. And that's when Mad Black was sent to the moon. 
Max, Max. <laughs> Luna rejects you, and then you, on the re rebound, decide to go for Celestia. But she doesn't. She didn't forget what you just told her. Oh no! If Luna rejects me, I'm going either to Twilight or we will make Luna love us. One way or the other. Go you to are going to love me. Go to Sakura, get a potion, make it happen. That is if some enigmatical talk your shit. We're gonna have all the Lunas we want. Oh god! All right. Uh, final question from Bendy: Is the reason that Princess Celestia is so powerful because of her big fat butt? I'm trying to think of a way to put this into Luna, but I can't. So the reason she is so powerful is because of big foot. Probably yes, but that's just because she can sit on anyone that disagrees with her. <laughs> I love that visual. That's that's the great. That's a great visual. That's in like in the history books, isn't it? Her sitting on the griffins, the yaks. <laughs> I'll let you up when you've learned to share. <laughs> you gotta share. Oh, just, you gotta care. share. Oh God, no. <laughs> Come to a decision. That's the worst song we've ever heard. Yep. Let's see. Now we have some questions from Cherished, our resident troll. Hooray! Let's see. Question number one. What? Why? Yes. Number two. Why is my ass bleeding so hard? Because you were not prepared <laughs> and you were not biting the bed sheets like I told you to. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, number three. Is scat common among ponies? Uh, it's, it's, no. No, 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 maybe no. Max, let me bring up this question with you, Max. Uh, how exactly do they reach around behind there with the toilet paper if they're not a unicorn? They pray. Let <laughs> me explain to you how horse anus works. So... When horses poop, if you notice, they really like just don't have like poopy assholes sitting back there. That's because when horse poop comes out, it actually comes out in these large fucking pellets that look like clods of alfalfa and dirt. When they come out, the inside of the anus pushes out a ways, deposits it, and then moves back in kind of like a little bit like a starfish. So the idea is that what's on the outside is never going to be dirty. It's never going to be covered in feces because that's how fucking horse anus works. The more you know. Exactly right. And knowing is half the battle. Somebody should get on this right now. Pony ponuts. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's see. Next question is from Redshirt. Hey, uh, Redshirt. It's a theorizing question. What is this Vylon either on or refusing to take in order to get his questions? Well, it's she, first of all, red shirt. Stop misgendering her, okay? Oh my god. I don't really think she's on anything except life. She can be whatever she wants to be, and personally, she doesn't need to change or take anything because those questions were one of the best ones in this stream. I think she takes two pencil stories and then calls us calls her in the morning i i can see that yeah that's it okay we're gonna go we're gonna go to bowling questions that's also it all right uh question number one do you feel that fimfic is too hot too hug boxy hug boxy yes might need to elaborate on that one 
Um, it's like, oh, great story. You did a great job. When somebody gives criticism, it's like, hey, don't be mean. They're trying. Fuck yes, because there's so few authors on this site take criticism well. They're like, please leave a comment telling me how to improve. You tell them how to improve, and the comment gets deleted, or they're like, why do you have to be hating so much? And it's like, you need to get better. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The minute that no one criticizes one of my stories is the moment I stop writing, because I apparently have nothing left to learn. That's never true, though. Like even like even like Stephen King takes a step back and is like, yeah, no, I I still need to learn from time to time. Yeah, no, like I I love criticism. Like even if someone's telling me they hate the story, as long as they tell me why they hate it, so I can improve, I love it. It's the people who are like your story sucks and then leaves. It's like at least tell me why. Blue pencil. Yes. Do you know of a writer? I think his last name is Campbell. Um. That's a little too vague for me. Uh, he's a really, really famous. And um, anyways, there's a, a really, really popular writer out there. He puts out a whole series on uh, writing, you know, different ways to uh, write and all that. Anyways, it was uh, one of his books was introduced to me during my creative writing class. And the guy basically says right at the beginning of the book that you cannot stop learning how to write better or, or in, even in different ways. And he says that he's been writing for over two decades and he still goes down to Barnes and Noble and picks out books on writing and writing techniques just to learn more. And he always finds something new even if it's a book that has a topic on something he already knows because from every other author you pick up something new you will always learn something new especially if you're learning it from somebody different well that's really cool all I right get, i will get a link from something here um all right we'll go to number I, two I, Frankly, I'd say rather than picking up books on writing, pick up actual books of fiction. Read. I also read other, agree with that. Read other read, people's work. Read other people's works first before you read books on how to write. I'm serious. It'll help you. Read by example, and um, yeah, that, that's where I'll leave that. Um, number two. Uh, how long do you personally proofread your work? Because it's never enough. Am I right? It usually takes about, I give him usually about a week to like four days to proofread that shit, but he's right. It's never enough because I've gone through and looked over my old chapters. I'm like, shit, that's a misspelled word. Shit, that's the wrong use of it's. Shit. Oh, God, what was I thinking? Just, commenters won't even post and be like, hey, you misspelled this word sometimes. And it'll be like months later, they're like, hey, you misspelled this. I love when people tell me I've misspelled something because I, I just don't give a shit usually. And so when somebody points it out for me, it's like, wow, that's easier. All right. Number three, fight or flight. Um, flight actually, and people get really mad because uh, I carry this over into my stories a lot, and it's one of those things where it's like they get mad because it makes Max look like a quote-unquote pussy when he runs, and I'm like, well, I'm just not very confrontational. I don't think that when it comes down to it, a fight is a good way to go through it. Um, so I always choose flight because it's like. It's just what I do. It's I don't believe fighting solves anything, but if I have to fight, I will. But if 
push comes to shove, I will, I will run every single time. Alrighty. Uh, let's go to number four. And this is a question for everybody. So I'm, I'm interested in what everyone's answer is for this. <clears throat> Has anyone really been far as decided to use, even go, want to do, look more like? You've got to be kidding me. I've been further even more decided to use, even go need to do more, look more as anyone can. Can you really be far even as decided half as much to use go wish for that? Pencil, what do you think? Uh, yes. Max. I, I, what, huh? Otaku. I think you should push more to decide right exactly, which is why never do it. Milk? Uh, I'm going to go with yes here. And Ravage. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to leave with the final, I think probably the last thing that needs to be said in addition to that is... Um, R? R! Yes, R. You would rather a yes than honest no. All the time you will because you can. And hello, until never, don't forget always you. Now then. Um, well, there's, a, there's also, please refresh, there's another question after Boulding's questions, but do continue. Okay. Uh, number five. Uh, pencil, when are you coming home? Well, first I have to get that package of cigarettes we talked about, kiddo. Um, that's that's not fun. Uh, I well, where's home? If you mean, you know, back to back to you, my my dear. That's well, I, I like that you've been coming and hanging out with me more in chats, and that that's nice. But you know, that's just a thing that happens. And also, I don't hate you because. It's really quiet. Can you feel the... Sorry. <laughs> um, let's go to Runestone's question. And then we're going to call last call on Twitch stream questions. So if you have any final questions for Mad Max the Black, go ahead and post it in the Twitch stream chat. Uh, next from Runestone, who would win the prank war between Celestia and Luna? And how would it end? Luna, and it would end with Celestia in tears. Personally, I feel like if those two actually got into a prank war, it would escalate and escalate to the point of an actual civil war. It kind of reminds me of a story. Uh, I don't remember what it was called, but basically, uh, the princesses had to be called out to stop a food fight between Luna and one of her uh, bat ponies. I remember that one. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and it just escalated to... First, it was Celestia came out to stop them, and then Twilight came in to stop them because Celestia had joined them, and it just, <laughs> it just got worse and worse. This is fucking hilarious. Oh, God. Someone just asked a question on the chat. There's actually a, uh, a few questions in the chat, uh, but I'm going to go to Nuku V, who has a question for Mad Max. Um, from an author to another author, do you plan your story out ahead of time, or do you write as you go? Uh, it depends on the story. For your human and you and like Lunar and the princess and stuff, it's all planned out. 
but for stuff like a uh, velvet touch was spur of the moment. Um, Malcolm air is currently spur of the moment and stuff like that. So if it's like a long story, I try and plan it out just so I don't get uh, loopholes and stuff going on. Like, Oh shit. Hey, there's a big plot hole here that I didn't see coming. But if it's something short, then I just usually fly by the seat of my pants. Jesus. Okay. So, uh, so you want me to ask any other questions or? Uh, I'm I'm looking over them a little bit. Uh, do, are there any I, that you wanted to my, point out? Apparently, my mic was dead because I was trying to say so earlier, but it just kind of died. Apparently, when I was trying to help. Great, great timing. Thanks. Um, my mic is okay. Uh, I can't. Um, have you ever heard of Writers of the Purple Sage? No, I have not. It is a real, it was the first real Western novel in history. It starts with a bunch of Mormons trying to whip a genteel. It's pretty good. Huh. Um, also, you know, I'm, I'm sh so uh, if you saw that your local bookstore was having a sale where every book was 50 cents, how many books would you buy? Oh, geez. It really depends on what books they have for sale. If it's a bunch of the shit that's coming out nowadays, probably not enough. But if they had some of the good old ones, I'd probably get most of those. And because Can't I was wrong. muted, I, I got to ask, was the Otaku question asked or should I ask that? No, go ahead. Max, would you marry Otaku or turn him into a pineapple? Can I have both? I want both. You, you, can, uh, marry, you can marry pineapple Otaku. I don't feel comfortable with this. Well, it's too bad. You're pineapple. You don't matter. I must warn you, I'll be very citrusy. You're going someplace. You're not coming out for a long time. Woohoo! Oh, <laughs> not the on? We're getting our food fetish on here. All right. Um, got another question here. Uh, oh, how much time should I invest in writing? I already have a full-time job and a game project going on. I'm going to let anyone else answer this before I answer. As much um, time as you want, actually. Mm -hmm. um, go, go ahead, Max, uh, if you had anything more. Well, it's just one of those things where I get asked that sometimes a lot. It's one of those things where it's like, just put as much time as you feel you need to, because it's not like an obligation. Like, I, I feel obligated to get stories out for people just because I like the reactions, but I don't make it my life. Like, if I have uh, if I have downtime, sure, I'll write some. But I don't be like, oh, God, I got to write Friday from 4 to 5, or I got to write Saturday 11 to 7. So just write what you feel comfortable and don't push yourself because then you don't really have fun writing, and then it's not fun reading what you wrote. That that was pretty much the point that I was going to make. Like, this, this should be something that you do for fun. This is something that you do in your free time. This is what you do instead of playing video games. This is what you do to get away from housework and to not worry about work and just to like have fun. That's what pony fanfiction should be. And it, it's really valuable to have the ability to write well and to create well-constructed prose. Like it's an ability that you'll be able to use for the rest of your life. But that said, if you're not having fun doing it, don't do it. Play video games, go outside, do other things, read books. Go outside. Um, right. Yeah, but there's a important definition. Uh, there's important yeah, words. There's an important distinction to make here because I didn't see them say anywhere pony writing. So I'm going to be clear about something. If you are interested in writing novels, 
and making writing something you do as a career. If you are looking to get published, if you are making looking to make money off of writing, if you are looking to be writing regularly and have a following and be published in different magazines and, and have books with uh, your name on the spine, if that's what you're looking to do, you need to take a step back and you need to take a deep breath because here's the problem that for people who do that, writing's not a hobby. Writing's not something they do in their free time. Either the job they do is so they can support themselves enough to write or the writing is their job. It takes effort, it takes education, it takes constantly learning and growing. Very few people just write a novel and get it published in their free time for funsies. The majority of people, it takes hours and hours of writing. It takes time every day, it takes time every week. It takes commitment and it takes training. This is not, not something you do flippantly. Writing is not easy. And I mean that as in the sense of writing is a fucking job. So if you want to devote time to writing a book, if you want to look into making writing your career, then you need to really devote a lot of time to that you need to make that your priority. If you're looking to just write pony fan fiction or write a couple fun short stories on the side, you need to do it in a way that makes you happy because that's what's valuable then. If, if you're just trying to write pony fiction, write in a way that satisfies you. Don't, don't go into pony looking for anything greater than you being happy because that's all you're going to get. I'm serious. It's important. There you go. I, I completely agree with that. I, I think I was commenting more on pony writing. Like real writing is completely different beast. I, I hear weird, like weird something gargling in the background. Is that me? Mad Max, I think your mic is broken. Um, do, do, do. Kiwi's asking me a question. Hold on. Um, Go ahead. Sorry, my computer is doing interesting things right now. Why? What is going on? I think that's going down. Um, I'm sorry. It's it's not. I know you asked me a question, Kiwi. So it's just not working for me. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I oh, think oh, he was okay. asking with Martin Eden, does it truly reflect the, wor the world of the writer? Not the modern one. Um, that, that's Jack London's era. That's not, that's not this one. And I would also say that from this, oh, there's a person who's saying um, no formal education. I didn't say necessarily formal education. I mean, education, it takes learning. It takes educating yourself. It takes practice. It takes what you need to do to learn. It's not just saying, I'm going to write today. And uh, I would also back you up on your statement to uh, your ability to finish a project is vital. So there you go. Uh, Mad Max, how's your mic working? Uh, my internet died, so I switched to my phone. Oh. Sweet. Uh, well. And your mic doesn't sound like trash, so this is this will work out fine in order to kind of close out. Are there any final questions before we do our kind of send off? I know it's a little early, but Priest, given you're the gonna have, you're, you're going to have to look at the questions for me. They're not loading for me. Okay. Uh, do 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 do. Um, I'm not seeing any questions. It's more kind of commenting on the actual craft of writing. Which is um, good. Have that discussion seriously. Uh, call sign Eagle O One asks, "Can I get hugs?" And I think all of us collectively always give hugs. They're just not the type of hugs you want or ask for, and you will not know when they will happen. They will not be asked for, and you will never forget them. Enigma would like hugs. Enigma will give you gentle and loving hugs and probably like subsist off of that affection the rest of his life. Pencil's hugs leave me bruises on my face. That's true. 
But those are the best kind of hugs. Yeah. True. I hug with my fists. Alrighty. Uh, since we only have like ten minutes left, I think we can. We won't have enough time to do even like one round oh. of Never Have I Ever, so we might as well just kind of send off. But because I ranted, I wanted to know: Is there anything that Mad Max would like to leave us with? Mm, not really, because that makes it sound like I'm never going to see you guys or be back. Oh, no, on the no, 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 no. I'm saying like no, no, no. Any, any final statement you'd really like to make to impress upon our lovely people who are right now talking about writing and the craft of writing. Oh, okay. Sorry, I've had like five drinks, so I'm kind of out of there. Um, Attaboy. Um, basically, just what's been said, because you have to make sure you're having fun writing, because if you're not having fun, no one else is having fun. But also, don't be afraid to make mistakes, because even though a bunch of people come through and will, grammar Nazis are everywhere and they'll destroy the comment section, it's just people, it's just a faceless person on the internet. So just make, make do with what you have. I think that's a very fair comment. Uh, very fair thing to leave us on. And definitely, you are not going to be left in the dust. You, you're you in the group now. You're you're part of the hidden circle. You are the Illuminati of human and equestrian writers. There's oh, totally an Illuminati now. That's a thing that exists now, I guess. Uh, um, but you're always welcome on this podcast. We always have fun when you're on. And we always get a really good response when you're out, too. So thank you for absolutely. hanging out with us. And now that you're in the group... Don't be a stranger. Talk to us. It'll, it'll be oh, great. Don't worry. Don't worry. Right. And, uh, um, please, would you be so kind as to uh, read us out? Of course. This has been another edition of the Good HIE Podcast. Uh, we have our normal cast members that joined us today. Anon Pencil. Good scrub. Enigmatic Otaku. These bruises, they will not heal. <laughs> Milk. Bye. And Ravage. What? We had our wonderful guest, Matt Max the Black. I think I have half a thing of vodka left. And my name's Flutter Priest. Have a great weekend, everyone. Go Good night, everyone. read your Take human care. in you. Yay!